Welcome to In Him with Pastor Dan Wormuth of Joplin Family Worship Center, located on East 7th Street in Joplin, where they are passionate about sharing the freedom and forgiveness found in Jesus Christ. Now, here's Pastor Dan with this week's edition of In Him. Look at your neighbor and say, the Psalm 91 directive is for us. Yeah. Now, there were five words here. I just want to remind you, but we're going to talk about the two. Dwelling. Say dwelling. Declaration. Yeah. Deliverance. Nudge your neighbor if you think they need some of that. Just nudge. (laughs) Deliverance. Dominion. It's time to walk in dominion and delight. So I just want to, I just want to look at this again. The word of God is lit is already revealed to us the day that you and I are living in and the things that are yet to come and nothing should surprise us at this point. We've been given the Bible and the word of God has already communicated. You know, God is not predictable, but he's faithful. What do you mean? He's not predictable. I mean, you, you, you cannot imagine how immense the goodness of God is and the greatness of God is, but you could spend an hour doing so and it would delight your life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? One thing he is, is trustworthy and he is sure and he is certain. I guess you could say he's predictable in that he will always keep his word, but some people want to guess what God's up to next. And if you're not reading your Bible, there's no guessing. It's, it's just a waste of time. The word of God clearly identifies for us the point we're at. Holy Spirit is living us. Uh, he is the spirit of truth. Someone say spirit of truth. And we measure everything against uh, that's happening in life against the word of God and the spirit of truth. If the word of God and the spirit of truth say nay on a subject, then it's nay. If it says yay on a subject, it's yay. So let's just stand with the word of God today. Can we do that? And I'm not asking you to stand up. I'm just saying, who will stand with the word of God? Who, who will say the word of God will be my foundation and my high tower? Foundation and my high tower. From, from bedrock to the stratosphere, the word of God. Okay, so then I've got, I'm going to ask you to understand. God keeps his word concerning Israel and his covenant with Abraham's seed. Is there anyone born again here today? Welcome to Abraham's family. Because if you are born again, you are part of Abraham's seed. You've been adopted in. You wild olive branch have been brought and connected to the domesticated uh, olive tree. And you and I are now bearing fruit because of Christ. He is the vine and we are the... So I have a watchword. The watchword today is shalom. Someone say shalom. The watchword is shalom. The prayer word is shield. So I want you to just think about this as I'm going into this message. There's a watchword over my life right now, and it's shalom. I need you to think about what kind of a word do I want to just govern my atmospheric conditions in this next season and this time of my life. And it needs to be shalom. No time to unpack that today, but shalom. And then the prayer word is shield. For the Lord is a shield and a buckler for you and for me. He is my defense. And then he gave me a shield of faith. He is a shield. So my prayer, my prayer word is shield. And then my action word is bless. Someone say bless. 
This action word is important because when you bless Israel, you will have peace. When you bless Jerusalem, you will have peace. When you bless your neighbor, you will have peace. When you bless your spouse, everything will be groovy and gravy. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You will have, you, we are called to be blessers. I'm also called to curse a few things, but not people. There's a few things we're called to curse, but cussing is not part of, okay, just so I don't have time to unpack that today. Look at your neighbor and say, that's a Sunday school lesson for you. Mm-hmm. Say dwelling. The person, the, every one of us persons living in communion with God and living as one at home with God in life. This is dwelling in Christ and Christ in me. This is dwelling by the Holy Spirit that dwells in me. The most high is the best place, the highest place and the one place for you and I. That's dwelling. Someone say Dwell. You didn't know I was going to make you work for your message today, did you? But that's how it is. The result is this. You and I remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. That's one translation of Psalm 91, verse 1. One of our translations that we look at from the Hebrew into the English indicates it this way, that you and I will remain stable and fixed. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Verse 1, or he shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty whose power no foe can withstand. That is you and me today. We're going to declare that over also Jerusalem and Tel Aviv and all of Israel. In him we live and move and have our being, Acts uh, 17, 28 says. So I'm dwelling in him where I live and move and have my being. To dwell in the secret place of the Most High is to have your being, to be able to be a healthy spirit, soul, and body, your mind to have wholeness, and that you are a hiding place for me. You, Lord, preserve me from trouble. You surround me with songs and shouts of deliverance. And then Psalm 32 there says, Selah. It means literally when you read that passage of scripture, you're supposed to pause and think about it. The Lord not only covers you with his wings or his pinions, but he also surrounds you with shouts and songs of deliverance. When you don't even know what to do next, just take a breath and listen because he has shouts and songs of deliverance for you. I would push on your neighbor and say, listen for the shout of the Lord. Because if you understood the shout of the king is among us today, I heard it in your worship. I was just waiting for it to go one more step. And this big white boy was about to run around this building. I know that's a threat for some of you, but it's a promise for others. I'm just going to tell you that that the Lord has declared he will give a shout of of deliverance and a song of deliverance. So this involves my whole spirit, soul, and my body. It's my total being, being present and aware of place and persons. You know, in a moment when you don't even know what you should say or do next, you could listen for the shout or the song of deliverance from the Lord because you're dwelling in the secret place. Unless, of course, you're gossiping about somebody while driving down the road and you want to know why there wasn't protection from somebody crashing into you. 
But we, we want to try to stay sweet, Pastor Dan. So listen, the table of God, even in the presence of my enemy. I need to just go over that for just a second because I believe there's a place for you and I in this. That while we have um, politicians who are raging. Please, please don't. Do not listen to the voices that are saying it's really bad that they're I don't know. I don't think they've even elected a speaker of the house yet. I, I know they've been working on it. I think Jim Jordan has been maybe okay to be voted on, but oh, we're in a we're about to come into war. We're in a war and we don't even have a speaker of the house. Look at your neighbor and say the spirit of truth is working. Oh, we're in such disarray. We've been in disarray. The American people need to see that our voice needs to be spoken. And I'm not just talking about next November. I'm calling the church to speak with voice now and declare that let truth prevail now. Let shalom prevail now. Let the state house as well as the federal house, let the church house and my house hear the word of the Lord today. You and, you and I are called to proclaim. I, I'm just not, I'm not bothered by that. I would much rather see what kind of mess has been going on. I have eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart to understand. God has always been in charge, large and in charge. And he has a plan, but he gave us dominion and we best start doing that part of it. Because when the Lord is checking off all the good things you accomplished, there will be one area that he will check all of us on. And that is, and that dominion area in your life. Try this side over here. That dominion area in your life. We need to live in dominion. Now that doesn't mean speaking, speaking fear out of our mouth doesn't take dominion. It's speaking the answer in the vacuum of answers. It's, it's speaking life where there is death. So what we're going to do is we're not going to rail against what we don't like. What we're going to do is speak the scripture and dwell at the table. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say we're at the table. When the chaos is going on and everybody's voting and everybody's saying everything they want to say and everything's happening. You and I go sit at a table. Throughout the course of my life, there have been times I've had the privilege to sit at a table with men and women of God who've just walked through difficult times. How about, how about those, those old saints who they lived through World War II, Korea, Vietnam. They've lived through the, six, the 1967 war in Israel, the 1973 war. Saints, who've, saints who were literally in Israel during the Hamas war in 2006 with bombs falling out one side or the other and you were safe and felt no fear. I'd like to sit at tables with them and listen to them talk about how they knew and understood that the word of their mouth spoke life, protection, safety. Our children are listening we may have to have Pastor David help us with a message here soon about how do we help our littles and our young people navigate what seems to be such 
a crisis or chaotic times in the world. He may need to speak to us about that biblical, spiritual application of bringing wholeness to them because our children should not be traumatized by our not speaking life, health, peace, healing. Because we had a watchword we were reading. We had a, what's the watchword? Shalom. Jehovah Shalom. So this, this morning, I just ask you to come to the table, see what the Lord would do at the table. The table is, is a, being seated at the table is being at ease and at rest with our eyes and our heart on the Most High who sat at the table. Revelation 3 and 20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears and listens and heeds my voice and opens the door, I will come in and I will eat with him and he with me. Hmm. There have been times in my life where we were, you know, just facing very difficult, challenging situations and we knew we were going to have to make some decisions. And I would go and sit at a, at a birthday party or, you know, go somewhere to celebrate and do life. And I was doing my very best to have a smile on my face and just try, try to be present. But I was very far away. Uh, I was far away uh, at a place of in the valley of decision, trying to figure out what is going to be the next step. I confess to you, I wasn't at the table. I was far away in a valley of decision. When the real overcoming expression in those moments is, come, take a load off, sit down at the table with the king and be present and engage. Pastor Dan, is that compartmentalizing? No. I see that thing over there on the counter. It's there, but it's not for the table. See this with me. There are some things that might be in the room with you. And they're over there in plain sight. No one else sees it. It's the issues of your heart. But when the Lord invites you to the table, he wants to bring you to a new perspective to see and hear and be at ease in his presence for what he wants to accomplish. My next season's success many times is in my ability to give my devotion, my focus, not to the unknown, but to the known in the room, the king of the universe, the king of glory, the prince of peace, the shepherd of my soul, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the glory and the lifter of my head. There's just something important about that today for somebody. I will say of the Lord, let's look at verse 2. Um, open your Bible with me if you would. Let's just go to Psalm 91. The Amplified says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow or remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty whose power no foe can withstand. Verse 2, And I will say of the Lord, He is my... What is He? Refuge. I will save the Lord. He is my, let's just practice that. I mean, this is a safe place to do that. No one's going to laugh at you. Why don't you say that of the Lord? Just, 
to say it out loud for you to hear it and maybe someone else to hear it too. The Lord is my refuge. Just try that. Hmm, now what does that look like? He's my refuge. He's my fortress. The thing gnawing on my soul is about to lose its grip when I begin to say of the Lord, He is my refuge from the gnawing on my soul, from the pit bull from hell. Not the pit bulls are from hell. I'm just like, okay. Uh, um, a dog that doesn't want to release its, its clamp. It's, I mean, I'm, if you got a pit bull, I'm, I'm, God bless you. <clears throat> but there are things that latch on to people and then don't want to let go. And I just want you to know that the moment I, I acknowledge that he's my shelter, um, I'm going to choose to abide at his table under the shadow of the Almighty, where no foe can get to me, and I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, stuff starts letting go of your soul. Stuff starts breaking off because you say, the Lord is my refuge, the Lord is my fortress, and the Lord don't allow no biting animals to latch onto you and get dragged into his house at his table. You ought to know that people were praying at the doors this morning and before you ever got here today that when you came on the property, stuff that is trying to just ravage your heart or your mind would be silenced so that you could hear from the Lord in any given moment of the worship encounter. The whole intent was for us to have an encounter with God that would bring transformation. So I will say the Lord is my refuge and my fortress, my God. On him I lean and I rely, and in him I confidently trust. So from the dwelling place of God, at the table of the Lord, I declare who he is and my place in him. Not just who he is, but I'm in him. I'm my beloved's and he is mine. His banner over me is love. Something happens when I begin to declare who he is. Whatever it is that's trying to just gnaw at my throat and take my juggler is rebuked and removed and I'm able to breathe again. My voice proclaims my trust, reliance, and knowledge of him. It gives action to the angels that have charge over me. When you start speaking God's word, angels have to move. When you speak God's word, angels must attend to the word of God. I don't know if you understood this. I don't even have to tell the angels what to do. The moment I speak the word of God, the word of God has already activated them and they're doing what needs to be done. I have told angels, I need you to go work on this, but I can tell you when I proclaim the word of God, angels have been at work at that before I can get it all out of my mouth. They anticipate the unction of the word. My identity is broadcasted when I say of the Lord, what are you saying about the Lord? Because when you say something about the Lord, you're broadcasting your identity. And it becomes known to all the entities. And the ones that are in heaven, the Lord and the one in whom I trust, as well as the entities that are trying to bring destruction in any given moment. So broadcast your identity by saying who the Lord is. 
my breakthrough and salvation are heard by the witness of heaven and earth in a function that brings freedom. When you say of the Lord, what you going to say about the Lord? The Lord has been good to me. The Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. Surely goodness. And listen, I'm just driving down the road yesterday on my way to go run some errands. And all of a sudden that little song come up in my heart. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days, all the days of my life. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow Follow me all the days, all the days of my life. You know the next part? And I will dwell in the house of the Lord for, as I was singing that, I don't know why it come up in my spirit other than the Lord wanted to get my attention that his goodness and his mercy was not just working on my behalf. It was so abundant. It was following me. That wherever I was going, it was trying to catch up and keep, keep up. That in the midst of his goodness, here was surely goodness and mercy following me. Why, why are you saying this, Pastor Dan? Because I need to ask you to do something. Help yourself. Put the word of God in your mouth today. I will say of the Lord. What are you going to say of him? See, the kingdom of God has always been voice activated through faith. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against me in judgment, thou shalt condemn, for that is the heritage, the legacy of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, says the Lord. So even when the devil's saying, you don't have a right, the very verse says, not only is no weapon formed against me going to prosper, but my righteousness is the Lord's righteousness that's been imputed to me. Some, is there even a shouting Baptist in the house today that would look at your pastor today and say, I will declare the word of God. Yeah. No weapon formed against me. Somebody just needs to pray. No weapon formed against Israel shall prosper. Yeah. And every tongue that rises up against her shall what? Shall be condemned. Hmm. <laughs> I do love our country, and it is a paradox. Freedom of speech, I want it, so I have to defend it. But there were some people who were crying out against Israel for its atrocities and denying the very imagery and the facts and the truth of what had just happened. Ignorance has done gone to seed and produced several more generations. Are you hearing me? But I believe in free speech. I, I, want, I, want, I want to have my voice. If that voice is going to cry out, baby, you ought to know something. Legal or un, not legal, I'm going to cry out these words. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Are you hearing me? And when the devil starts running his mouth against you or your family, you need to at least know how to declare the word of God. And I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress and my God. In him will I trust. For the word of God speaks. Are you hearing me? Let's, let's look at Hebrews um, 4. I, just, I, I like it so much I didn't want to just kind of... Uh, run over it. Chapter four. Let's look at verse 12. For the word that God speaks, 
is alive and full of power. Another translation, I think King James says, for the word of God is quick and powerful. And that word quick means alive, living. That's what they translated it quick um, because that was the understanding of the word quick in that day. I want you to also know it's, it's the, the word that God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two edges sort or of penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, which is the soul, the immortal spirit, and the joints and the marrow of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing, sifting, and analyzing, and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. So I'm going to speak what God's word has to say because God, when he speaks, it does just what I read. So let's just make some declarations for a second. There will be times of refreshing come into my life from the presence of the Lord, according to Acts 3, 19 through 20. For the spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me. Isaiah 61 and and one. I love righteousness. I hate lawlessness. Therefore, God has anointed me with the oil of gladness. Did you hear me? When you confess that you love righteousness, hate lawlessness, therefore the Lord has anointed me with the oil of gladness. There's a love hate that brings oil. <laughs> you got to love the right. You got to hate the wrong. You got to hate the wrong. Every yoke of the enemy will be destroyed because of the anointing. Isaiah 10 and 21. I have received an anointing from the Holy one, which abides, doesn't run out. Someone say that I have received an anointing from the Holy one, which abides. Listen, that's a Brill cream confession right there. If you know what I'm talking about, say that again with me. If you would, I have received an anointing from the Holy One. It abides. He abides. He abides. Hallelujah. He abides with me. And I'm rejoicing night and day as I walk this pilgrim way for the comforter abides with me. Be happy. We're only going to deal with the word declaration today out of the five. Just tell your neighbor, God is so good. Yeah, we've already blown past David's. um, What do you call that? Yeah, his time His he got more goodness said in a shorter amount of time. Do not look at me and say, old age, Pastor Dan, old age. Someone say, I am strong. The word of God abides in me. And I have overcome the wicked one. My Bible says that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. I have authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and upon all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt me. Luke 10 and 19. There's just confessions that come out of our mouth that bring about, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, Philippians 4, 13. How about I am strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. So the grace that is in Christ Jesus, because Christ Jesus is in me, I am strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me, shakabaka, he who raised Christ from the dead shall also give life to my mortal body through his spirit which dwells in me. I am the healed of the Lord. 
Thank you for listening to In Him with Pastor Dan Wormuth of Joplin Family Worship Center. Listen to this broadcast again at KNEO.org. You can also download a podcast version of today's message by searching KNEO on iTunes. Joplin Family Worship Center is located on East 7th Street in Joplin and has ministries for all ages. They invite you to join them this week for Sunday morning worship at 10 a.m. and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. Find out more at jfwc.org or facebook.com slash Joplin Family Worship Center. Follow Pastor Dan on Twitter at Daniel H. Wormuth. Thank you for listening. And remember, in Him, you are free. God's Word speaks truth. God's Word speaks life. And God's Word speaks to us today. Hi, I'm Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. Each week we explore God's Word together on In the Shadow of Your Wings, a radio broadcast on KNEO. Tune in each Saturday at 6.45 p.m. to hear the show. And if you ever miss it, you can always view the archive online at kneo.org. We also have the program available as a podcast as well, so you can listen anytime, anywhere. It's available from Sky High Podcast Network. I invite you to check out the show and learn more about our incredible God and how He cares for you. You can trust Him. You can depend on Him, and you can rest in the shadow of His wings. 